This podcast contains explicit content, language, and sexual situations. It is intended for adults 18 years of age and older. These thoughts and opinions expressed are not those of any specific employer, group, or individual. And with the rat race, we decided to sell everything and move to Cancun, Mexico. Now we do what we love. Work, party, and play in the middle of paradise. Now we want to share the fun that we get to have every day. Come to room 77. Let's play. Just watch me play. All right, Lauren, here we are. We have started. Now, usually I ask you how you're doing, but I'm not going to ask this time because I know it's miserable. <laughs> Life has been absolutely miserable miserable and we're gonna race through this episode and i apologize to everybody being that this podcast is not about crisis misery and death we don't have a lot to talk about this month there's one thing that when crisis and life comes and hits you in the sack what that brings is not a lot of sexy happy times so uh we we have a a little bit of a, a dry spell in that area and we apologize because we have to keep this one a little bit short and we actually can't even promise that there's going to be another one next month richard has to fly back and forth to the united states leaving lauren here alone in the house that we're not even supposed to be living in so oh eventually we we are moving out of here or you don't need to know our lives but this is going to be a little bit different we're going to fly through some of the commercials that we usually do really quick lauren how many rooms left in antigua two rooms left they're hanging there like two really large sweaty testicles waiting to be comforted and held up like a jockstrap good i'm just or speedo sure yeah i thought you're gonna say hanging breasts (laughs) or hanging breasts one or the other whatever (laughs) sex you are whatever you're into two hanging breasts or two lovely (laughs) testicles come along with us uh clothing optional i was gonna say heated pool i don't know why that's that's an option (laughs) heated pool all-inclusive private island theme parties all of that wonderful thing room 77 life.com we leave in july so make sure you're on the plane to get there or we're gonna have the party without you come join us at summer bang but we did promise a story that we had been teasing i think in the past three episodes about perceptions that we had had with a couple and having the wrong perceptions and what we did wrong with that couple not that they did anything wrong yeah what we thought might happen with that couple right this is a couple that we had spent time with before both at a a takeover event we spent time with them at temptation very handsome couple very beautiful souls and also just very attractive energy yeah i was immediately attracted to these two first of all she's like drop dead gorgeous i'm really attracted to her but he's manly man guy yeah which immediately makes me want to do homoerotic stuff with him because <laughs> yeah. it makes him it makes it so uncomfortable yes. that i immediately go into that direction <laughs> so that makes it more exciting for me he also loves to talk about his work yes and he's also a lover of human beings which we bonded about and you just can't get him to stop about his work and how much he loves people but y'all do have the same sick twisted sense of humor so yes we do so we bonded over that we had a little dinner in playa del carmen or the beach of carmen and um (laughs) we we wound up back at their place in playa del carmen they had this airbnb which was gorgeous i mean when you walked in it felt like kind of like a prison but well because there were bars and you know it had a gate and a big key and you had to be sort of like a prison guard to get in yeah whatever but once you got into the place and you you're in this very sexy mood, you immediately do what any couple does in a sexual situation. You turn into a realtor. You're like, how many bedrooms is this place? What is the square footage in here? Is this a, there's an upstairs deck as well? 
It's it's very it's a very odd thing you go through. Oh my god, it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> they did, they took us on a little tour. Yeah, you go through, you drop all the sex and flirting. Yeah, fuck it. And you're like, and utilities are included or <laughs> So we take a tour of the place and uh, I'm in love with it. In fact, there was this huge, huge outdoor deck and I don't think that they were into it as much, but like, I was like, I would have sex out here all the time. All the time. <laughs> My neighbors would know so much about me because it had the perfect amount of distance between buildings that was like, I'm close to you. But I'm not that close to you. No, too many gates with keys. Too many gates with keys, and it's kind of across the street. So you can see me fucking, but you don't ever have to know my name. Maybe I'm buying cucumbers with you down the street, but you're not going to say anything. You're not going to say anything. I'm never going to have to say, good morning, Bob. I'm never going to have to say that to you. I may wave to you with a hard cock, but that's... That's as far as our relationship is going to go. I'm going to be honest, after seeing those big decks and, and that attractive couple, afterwards, I often fantasized about that night, more and more about that night, that we would get a phone call saying that apartment is now available <laughs> for, rent. for rent. That would be amazing. Yeah. We did ask. We what like, couple? How did you get this place again? Yeah. I, I don't know if it's weird, but you can call them and see if this is available to rent. Uh, Long term, we'll do prepay to you. I don't know what if it's is weird. It? Did you bring lube? And uh, if you get me the contact information <laughs> about the Airbnb host, that'd be great. Just... <laughs> 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 this happened to be the couple that strapped me in particular and you mm -hmm. to a cross at Sensation in November in Playa del Carmen, strapped us to a cross and beat the living hell out of us. Yeah. Now, we were in the playroom. We had uh, St. Andrew's Cross. And to remind our loyal listeners, if you're just tuning in for the first time, don't know what took you so long, <laughs> but to, to bring you up to speed, strapped to a cross and we had somebody flogging us while she stood in front of us and caressed us sweetly while he stood behind us and just beat the crap out of us, but in a loving way. Lauren went first and then he turned to me and said, Richard, do you want me to beat the crap out of you? I said, uh, I do. He said, all right, I'm not going to rub your inner thigh. And I said, that's not fair, but fine. <laughs> so they did that forward to December, January, I don't know, four or five months, whatever it was. Now, we had been under the impression that we were going to hook up with this couple, go up to this, again, beautiful luxury condo that I would love to live in. If you're listening to this, you can reach out to us on our podcast. <laughs> And we can talk about numbers, room77life.com. We are open to a two-year contract. And uh, so we go up there. And one of the things that she had wanted was a Yoni massage. She wanted the Art of Touch Yoni massage. Yeah. And we're like, oh, my God, I did not bring my tools with me. Like no. I brought everything else except for oil. the oil yeah. to do that. And yeah. usually that is in my grab bag. But I didn't. I did not bring that this time. It wasn't in my Batman sex tool belt. They were like, I got a bottle of Lubriderm. And I'm like, Lubriderm? <laughs> That will work. I guess it has to do. So we did our best with some Lubriderm. We rubbed all over her body and he just sat in a chair and sort of watched us caressing her body all over every inch of her back and front, teasing her, driving her absolutely insane. Now, the part where perception comes in is we had been under the impression that, okay, the couple that strapped us to a cross right. is going to bring us in, strap us down and just beat the fucking crap out of us. 
And we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, they're going to be kinky. They're going to have s- stuff up their sleeve. We're not going to know. It's just going to be like, we're going to walk in this beautiful condo. Yeah. And yeah. Where's your pop-up dungeon? Right. You brought it with you, right? <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. They actually wound up being quite shy and not aggressive at all. Right. Probably don't have the most experience in the world. I don't think we asked them, hey, how many times have you played in your life? Right. I think we made a lot of assumptions and we had a lot of fun with them, but I think we expected, we put ourselves in a position of, okay, and where your puppets go. Yeah. Like starting with the beginning, it was like, she wanted the art of touch. She said that out loud. And then, you know, I put on the music, I found the old playlist, I put it on. And he was like, I want to watch you guys. You guys start. I'm going to sit here. So again, it was like that thing of, I know what I want. I'm telling you. And we're like, okay, I'm going to fall in line with this. And then once it started, you know, progressing past that and he joined in, I just felt like they were still going to drive the boat. And that wound up never happening. So what happens is you wind up in a stalemate and then you have to shift and you go, oh, I was wrong. I made a wrong assumption. They're not going to be aggressive in the bed. Right. Which, by the way, can happen the complete opposite way as well. (laughs) You meet the sweetest couple in the world, right? And you're like, oh my God, they're the sweetest couple in the world. And then you get into bed with them and you're like, these people are fucking maniacs. It's happened to us before where people have been first timers with us and we're like, holy shit, you're super swingers. And they spun spun us in circles. Yeah. And you're like, take a beat, like take a breath for a second, relax. Like you're going at a hundred miles an hour right now. So it can happen the other way as well. Usually your perceptions land somewhere in in the middle. Yeah, I would say that unless you're creating some long drawn out story, I think it's it's usually very in the middle and and you kind of communicate along the way. But I think because we had such a strong introduction with them and you know, a hardcore playroom session that we just assumed. So let's just take a back seat and let it be refreshing and go for the ride. Right. But this reminded me that it is important for you to never, ever expect something out of a couple. While it is important to allow yourself to fantasize about another couple, and that's healthy. You can be like, oh, I want to have this fantasy. Remember what's important about that is, is to acknowledge what part of that fantasy is turning you on because it's that part that is important with your partner. Like what part of that is exhilarating? That is the most important part about it. And never assume that the other couple is there to fulfill your fantasy. Like they're not monkeys to be like, okay, this is, unless that's prepped like that but that's- right but is that that is not someone's job to Correct. fulfill your fantasy like yeah. you say well oh they're they're really goth i have a vampire fantasy <laughs> they're obviously gonna do that i'm gonna hook up with this person who looks like a vampire i have a vampire fantasy i'm gonna go into the bedroom and they're gonna be all vampire <laughs> and then you get in there and that person lights candles and plays uh michael bolton and you're like what the fuck is this yeah. he's like oh, i'm just i'm about romance and really into kissing i'm gonna kiss you all over over your body for 20 minutes. Okay. And you're like, no, you're into grunge and biting my neck. That's what you're into. <laughs> Draw the blood, people. And you're like, no, I'm into 80s uh, romantic <laughs> comedy movies <laughs> and Robin Williams stand-up comedy. <laughs> what what did you what gave you that idea? Your fucking pale skin and those weird fangs you're wearing. <laughs> oh yeah, this is just a look, man. <laughs> Do you want to listen to more Michael Bolton? No, I don't want to listen to more Michael Bolton. <laughs> don't judge me by my tattoos. Neil Sadaka? No. no. Kenny G? Yeah. No. <laughs> You're so not a Kenny G guy. 
bite my neck. <laughs> bite my ass, lady. <laughs> Are we going to make sweet love or not? You don't make sweet love. <laughs> you bite my neck and drink my blood. <laughs> Ew, that's disgusting. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. It's That's the one lesson that everyone should learn where you can go online to our school. Hashtag schools out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's one thing. And then I just want to sum it up with this. I want to sum it up with the Richard Penis move that is being patented at this moment. It's at, can't be stopped. It's at a government office being patented right now. My penis has a natural God-given curve to it. And what we discovered that night is that, while well, I may not be the most endowed human being in the world, God, if there is a God, right. he showed himself in my penis. And he... <laughs> He curved my penis to prove his existence because he said, I will give you nothing, Richard, except this perfect curve in your penis. And what he did was he curved my penis. He didn't give me all the girth in the world. He didn't give me all the length in the world. But what he did give me is he gave me the perfect mm, 38 degree arch. (laughs) And he said, I'm going to curve your penis upward in an arch. Almost like a sex toy. Oh, I thought you were going to say Noah's Noah's arch. (laughs) I wish my name was Noah. Why did you just say that? I don't know. I have to legally change my name now. <laughs> I think so, and that's the name of it. No, oh, man. Noah's Arch. Man. All right. Well, anyway. don't change it if it requires resubmitting to the government, because you know how long that process takes. So, uh, Richard's Arch, which is a working title now. <laughs> so, Richard's Arch uh, comes up at about a 38-degree angle. I mean, we'll get instruments and measure it for the for the patent, but it comes up. And what happens is when I had this lovely, beautiful lady vagina and I was thrusting forward and she was saying, more, 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 you're pleasing me like no other person has ever done before. <laughs> Hit it right there. You're doing perfect. That's what I heard. Yeah, um, I heard it too. I, could, I can sometimes feel the head of my penis pushing up on top of the upper wall. So where the clit is, right? Right below the clit, which right. is where the G-spot is, uh-huh. right? Yeah. You have to sort of do the G-spot in quotes because no one really knows if the G-spot exists. I mean- Let's be honest. I'm not a doctor, but I did play one on TV once. <laughs> so, you know, where the G spot is, it's in a spot. Yeah. Up. Sure. Just about in right here. Doing it with my finger. Yeah, he's doing it. <laughs> doing it right now with my finger. Right there. It's right there. Yeah, right? it's right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can feel it. Oh, God. You can feel it with this motion. That oh, I'm doing. you're doing it fast. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I sound like a duck. I'm trying to squirt, but I, I don't have any spit in my mouth. <laughs> So it's right there. You know what I'm doing. Listeners, you can see my fingers, what they're doing. So yeah, so my penis is is shaped like that, right? She- When you're thrusting, you can feel it hitting the upper- I can feel it. I can feel it. And she was arching her body up, making it the perfect angle. I mean, we should have been filmed. Honestly, I think NASA could have used the footage for something. Like she was taking her G-spot and just putting it straight Uh, on target. She was placing it, honestly, like- Elon Musk. Elon Musk's Falcon was docking into ISS. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, it it was dock. It was like the perfect synchronized. (laughs) It was just perfectness, right? And I could feel it. She could feel it. Everybody could feel it. (laughs) All everyone in headquarters. Now, here's the thing. She was coming nonstop. Oh, nonstop. Here's the problem. I had no idea she was coming nonstop. No fucking idea. I know. No one did except her freaking husband who didn't really voice it either. No one did. I I get finished and I'm like, come, come comes up, come comes up. Well, no, come came out, but (laughs) coming comes up. And 
She says, I came a lot. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? She's like, yeah, I, I came I came a lot. I'm like, no one told me. No one no one said, oh my God, I'm coming, I'm coming. No one made those motions. Yeah. And I was like, well, why didn't you tell me that? Because I could have came right at any point. I could have came. This is, by the way, when we're downstairs in that beautiful, gorgeous, open floor plan living room <laughs> and lovely situated kitchenette. Um, when we're sitting there and they tell me this, I'm like, I wanted to come all over your beautiful boobs. I mean, some of the most beautiful tits you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. All I wanted to do was come all over your tits. I know. And I love watching you stroke at the end and come on people. So it's she so says, odd. we'll do it right now. I want It's three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you want me to just, st- just get undressed, whip out my cock and just do it now? Well, she was like, oh, I wish you did. I love that. I love when people come on my tits. And we're like, what? Why are you withholding that information and telling us now at 3 a.m.? 49% of my body was like, do it. <laughs> I said to you, I was like, rip your cock out, baby. Like, 49% of my, 49.9% of my body was like, whip out your cock and come on those titties. <laughs> Do it right now. Whip out your cock and come on those titties. Get out on that beautiful, gorgeous outside deck and do it now. Do it now. <sighs> and the other 51% was like, Richard, Richard you, you have need- to, you come, you're going to be exhausted and you have to get in that car and you have to drive home, motherfucker. You still have to get out outside of this penitentiary <laughs> and you have no way out of here. Because he's the key master. So God knows how this ends. Uh, so that's the that's the other thing. So I had put out there on our Patreon site when we cat call thing that uh, if you want to try the, the Richard Penis move, yeah. ring me up. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a few things that come with that. Uh, I may not want anything to do with you. So you're going to have to get ready yourself, mm-hmm. which means pleasuring yourself until you're fully wet, putting yourself on an ottoman and placing yourself in a position where you are ready. And uh, I will come over to you and I will enter you when I'm ready. <laughs> this and shit cracks me up. <laughs> I will show you what it feels like. You will demonstrate the move. I will demonstrate the move. You will allow them to feel your penis. Yes. And then and then, so hopefully soon this will be available in stores worldwide. Soon. Soon. <laughs> Maybe by Christmas. Richard's Arch. <laughs> <laughs> so much better if it was Noah. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's it. Uh, listen, if you want more of us, please make it over to patreon.com forward slash room 77, where we have Telegram. And what else do we have? We Lauren? have the cat calls that we were just talking about where it's video <laughs> video calls of us. Tonight we have game night. Actually, we're doing the newlywed game or the let's not get divorced game. We're playing that with everybody tonight. We have workshops, discounts to all of our takeovers and trips. But most importantly, please support us. This is how we make a living with this podcast and Patreon is what does it for us. So please, if you enjoyed this, give something. A moment anything. of your time. Yeah, just browse around. And if you accidentally hit subscribe and give us a few dollars, that helps helps keep our lights on or our moving bill in this case <laughs> like these people who signed up to help support us TLC aka Steven Ryan Michael I'm a GDI Devin Joshua RJ Too Fun Christy Alexis Lisi Jan Scott and Cindy FC Has Fun Matia and Crispy thank you so much because we know we are going to be a little bit short this month and maybe next month because of crisis life hashtag crisis <laughs> we are going to play a portion of our sister podcast gypsy and the gentleman with rick and gypsy and we're going to play a portion of their newest podcast 
which I don't even know if it's out yet or it's going to be out or I don't really know. But uh, we love these two. We want you to go over and listen to them. Look them up. Where do they find them? What is their names? Tell them everything. You can find them on social media at Gypsy and a Gentleman. Twitter is Gypsy and a Gent. And their website is the same Gypsy and a Gentleman. Everything is Gypsy and a Gentleman. Just Google it and you'll fall all over them. And we find these two really wonderful and funny and bright. These two are beginners in the lifestyle, not old and washed up like us. This particular story is Rick, who went off to retire out of the military, went up to see a few friends up north and wound up first time playing without his wife ever, that she wound up playing wing woman. Yeah, it was like a virtual. A thousand of miles away, wound up making this hookup happen. It's a really hot, funny story. Take a listen to that. Take a listen to them. You won't be sorry. We're a little messed up, baby. Kind of up and down, and we keep going till we hit the ground, but then we I've already got an Airbnb. So you get into your Airbnb and tell me about what happened when you got in there. Ant infestation. <laughs> it was a stinging ant infestation. And what's, what sucks about it is that it, it was a nice neighborhood. It was a nice house. It was the whole, you know, almost a whole basement. You know, it was it was set up really nice, you know, all to myself. And I go, I lay down the bed and I start texting you. And there's an ant on the bed and there's another ant on the bed. And I was like, what the fuck? So I immediately was like, you should go back. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to. I'll just look for another Airbnb. And I asked you, I said, is it okay if I just ask them if they are willing to play? And what, like, you? I said, no. You didn't say no. I said, no. I, yeah, go back and check the messages. I said, no, I don't want you to do that. I didn't want there to be pressure on them. And I also didn't want to feel awkward knowing they said no. So I just was like, (laughs) complete avoidance, complete awkward, shy, stay out of it. I don't want you to ask him. Let's just let it be. You know, it was a fun, friendly night. I was trying so hard to find the message because it wasn't like a hard and fast. Oh, my God. No, please don't do that. Like, it seemed like a I don't want to inconvenience them to stay up there again. I don't want you to necessarily ask if they'd be willing to play because of what you just said. And so I was like, okay, what if I just private message her And then if it's no, no harm, no foul, we can pretend that the message is just not, it didn't happen. I'm pretty sure my response, you said, do you want me to uh, message to see if they'd be willing to do it? I said, no, I don't want it to be awkward. Okay. So anyways, (laughs) I apparently in my head took it to mean that you did want me to ask. And I would just tell you later. that No means yes. Yeah. Crap. I feel like a (laughs) shithead now. No, you were upping your wingman game. I had to up my wingman game. Wingwoman game. Yes. So what I did was I messaged her. I reached out and messaged her. And I said, I am super awkward. I have no idea how to initiate anything. I'm not trying to put any pressure or weirdness or anything on anything right now. Um, but would you and your husband be willing to play with Rick? And then I held my breath. Well, and first I said, I was like, please, if, if the answer is no, no hard feelings, nothing, we, you know, it's all, it's all cool. Uh, pretend this message is going to self-destruct and we'll all just pretend it never happened. Okay. And don't tell Rick. <laughs> so I like held my breath. I still hadn't told you that I asked cause I didn't want you to feel any kind of way. You were still actually looking for an Airbnb at that point. Yep. And so then uh, I got a message back from her like three minutes later saying, oh my gosh, this is the best message I've received all weekend. Hell yes. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. I'm so excited. And so I messaged you and I said, um, so yeah, hey Rick, I, I asked her and she said, hell yes. And you're like, what do, what do you mean? What did she say? Like, I think you called me. 
I might have. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you think? Because my brain was like, WTF question mark exclamation point. Were you mad at me? No, I wasn't. I wasn't mad. It was just the opposite of what I asked you not to do. <laughs> <laughs> And but now, but after the response, I was like, "Well, fuck yeah, Gypsy! <laughs> Hell yeah, this is awesome!" Oh my gosh! So then we had a little bit of a back and forth about whether we had ever done anything like that before, and mm-hmm. you know how I was feeling about that because she really wanted to make sure I was really okay, and I was hundred percent okay. Like I like even just thinking about it right now, I'm getting a little hot and bothered. Um, Are you wearing a bra? No. <laughs> Excellent. Why don't you take your shirt off? <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> So then you decided, I put in the group chat, I was like, I think that Rick should take advantage of your hospitality and just drive right back, given the fact that he has ants as bedfellows right now. So you go back. What happens? Like, tell me about the mood when you went in the door. Now knowing everybody on the same page that sex is on in, is potentially in the cards. It was the same. It was totally the same. It was the same. I walked back in. I was like, hey, long time no see. <laughs> Thanks for thanks for letting me stay another night. I need to go to the bathroom. I just got done driving. <laughs> so how did it come up? Like okay. it just seems so awkward to me. Let, let me okay. No, it's it's good. Let me let me set the mood here. So the first night we went out. They we walked down to a little restaurant and bar. Had had food and um, a couple drinks. Through conversation, they came to realize that I'm very awkward out in public and it makes me uncomfortable being around a lot of people or whatever. And she was like, damn it, Rick, I wish you had told me that we could have just ordered food at the house and stayed in. I'm like, no, no, this is good. This is good. It's exposure therapy. That's right. We're all about the exposure therapy. Yes, we are. (laughs) And so the second night, that's what we did. We ordered food. They, they ordered from a pizzeria. And so the conversation was again, just friendly banter back and forth, talking normal stuff. Um, and then we did start talking a little bit about lifestyle stuff and, and, and sexy stuff. And it was the husband who broached the subject. Finally, he, he's the one that just pulled the curtain back and was like, let's fucking talk about this. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and, yeah. And so as soon as he was like, so let's, uh, why don't we talk about the elephant in the room? <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank God. I don't have to fucking be the one to be like, so, you know, are you guys gonna let me have sex with your wife or what? Like, I don't know how this shit works. <laughs> oh my god so okay so yeah the fog is lifted now we're all on the same page we're actually talking about the sexy stuff we really just kind of talked about any kind of rules of course and then he kind of opened up and said that he plays with other couples as the third Mm. So he goes with married couples and he goes and plays with them as the third. So he has experience with that. So that had to have helped a little bit kind of guide you guys in the right direction. And we were popping all kinds of cherries that night because it turns out, one, I've never played with anybody outside of you. Mm. Two, they've never played with another male before together. Mm. And three, they've never played at home together. Oh my gosh. So it was just like, (laughs) it's a good night, you know? (laughs) Um, so he kind of explains it, um, kind of what happens when he goes with other couples and how he and the other wife will kind of kind of start things off and the, the other husband will kind of just give him space to kind of get things flowing. And so that's kind of how it started. She just asked me, would you feel comfortable going upstairs with me alone? And I was like, sure. Like, no, no, I'm scared right now. No, I'm You're scared. No, because no, like now we're on the dance floor, you know, and I don't, oh. I don't dance regularly, but this kind of dance floor, I know my way around. So I'm like, yeah, let's, let's, let's go. 
so we went upstairs and the husband took care of some stuff downstairs for a few minutes while she and I started getting acquainted through, you know, kissing and touching and stripping clothes off. Okay. Okay. Great. So now I, now I want all the juicy details. So I don't know anything. I, I knew a little bit about the conversation leading up to actually getting upstairs. I knew that the husband initiated some things and kind of guided you. But then after this, I really don't know anything other than like just like snapshots, quite literally, of what happened later. Um, So now I want all the juicy details. Um, And as fair warning to you and to the listener, I'm probably going to be over here touching myself. So, you know, if you're shopping in a grocery store or driving, now you've you've just consider yourself warned. (laughs) (laughs) Like so, I, with that warning, should we take our clothes off? Oh yes, is that where this is going? Yeah, I'm going to. Okay, well, I'll, I'll leave that up to you. So I'll just stay. I'll just stay the way I am. Okay. So how did it? So you said now you're upstairs with her. It's just you two. So how did it? How did it kick off? Like, tell me what what happened first. And I'm I'm going to take off my pants. Uh, we went upstairs. We went into the bedroom, and um, we just started kissing. At this point, we're fully clothed, and. Um, just kind of touching and gypsies, uh, now not wearing any pants. Oh, she's taking her panties off. I think my penis might be starting to move. And so we started kissing and it didn't take maybe 60 seconds. And she kind of pulled away from me and then just took her clothes off within a matter of three seconds. Just whop, whop, whop. They were gone. I was like, oh my gosh, I should probably do the same thing. I should say so. And so I did. I took off all my clothes and then we started kissing some more and touching and squeezing and grabbing. And um, at this point, her husband walks in and he strips down like he's a pro. He walks in, strips down, picks up a phone. I think he took a couple snapshots Mm -hmm. of of that at that point. And um, then she just kind of dropped down and started sucking on my cock. Oh, I was going to ask. I am so wet. Just even from just here right now. Like so wet. And Gypsy's rubbing on her pussy right now. Just Uh, so everybody knows. So uh, did you go down on her? Well, let me get to it. (sighs) Okay. Okay. So she's going down on me. She's got this cute little almost squint in her eyes. Mm. Like I would say that it's a good description to call them fuck me eyes. Mm. Oh my God. And she, and she's a beautiful woman. I forgot to mention this. So she takes off her clothes and she's just beautiful perky tits, perfect nipples proportioned perfectly (sighs) tight ass. She's, I mean, she's a beautiful woman and I'll get to that later Mm. about how lucky I felt (laughs) (laughs) afterwards and thinking about it and talking about it afterwards. Um, So this, she's fucking gorgeous. And so she's sucking on me. And she, you know, she kind of looks up every once in a while. I'm just like, oh, fuck, she is hot. Mm. Um, and so I, uh, after a few minutes, I kind of just reach down and, and pull her up and, and ask her to lay on the bed. That's when I kind of hover over her and kind of lick her nipples and kiss her body a little bit. And then I go down on her and I start licking her pussy. And it's a gorgeous pussy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just one of those pussies that's, pink in all the right places <laughs> and just it was just a good looking pussy and uh, she tasted fucking great mm-hmm. so I, I started finger her too like she's she starts moaning and I, I i start fingering her as well and um 
she has an orgasm and she's like kind of pull, she it's one of those orgasms where she kind of like pulls away like uh-huh. oh, okay whoa, whoa. Uh-huh. you know i'm like oh shit i was like is that okay like she's like oh that's fine uh-huh. <laughs> no, no that's good it's good and then she rolls over under her hands and knees and she starts sucking her husband's cock uh-huh. and she's sideways across the bed he's standing at the edge of the bed and so she flips over and gets on her hands and knees and starts sucking on his cock. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to go back and bite her ass a little bit, you know, or, you know, whatever. And so I go around to the backside and uh, I start, I rub her pussy from the backside a little bit and give it a couple little nibble bites and squeezes. And at that point he looks at me and he says, Hey Rick, do you need a, you need a condom? And I was like, oh shit, we're at that point already. <laughs> I don't want to go backwards and ruin the mood for you. Oh, I don't think you could ruin the mood for me right now. Okay. So they order food. We're downstairs, back downstairs. We've rewound. Okay. We're talking about they're ordering food. I'm like, okay, so if anything's going to happen, we're going to wait till the food gets here and eat. And then, no, they were professionals. They are like, all right, the delivery says it'll be here in about an hour. You guys want to go upstairs? <laughs> And I was like, oh, fuck. So that's why in my head, I'm like, oh, shit, we're already here. We're condom already. All right, let's do this. He reaches over, gives me a condom. I left mine down in my, my bag in the, the other room downstairs. And uh, I put on a condom and I start fucking her doggy style. She's got one of those pussies that's. Is it grippy? It's got a little grip, grippy oh, pussy. So you, like when you pull oh. out, you can just see it. Oh my gosh, it was fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is my first experience with another guy and just a girl. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's on one end of her and I'm on the other. And it's just fucking sexy as shit. She's got a great ass. Again, beautiful woman. I just go, I, I do her doggy style for, for a little while. And um, there's a couple times I had to slow down a bit, you know, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking come. <laughs> like, I'm not going to let it happen that quick. So I had to slow down a little bit. And then I just got to a point where like, she's moaning mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my God, I'm so fucking turned on right now. I'm, I cannot hold, I don't know if I'm going to be able to hold off much longer, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, and so I, my, I found my voice finally and I said, Hey, I, I'm going to come. Is that okay? And she's like, yes, I want you to come. And it was fucking immediate. When she said, I want you to Mm -hmm. come, my balls were like, yep, we're doing this. And I just fucking yanked off the condom and kind of hunched over and fucking squirted all over her back. And um, this is where it sort of gets comical. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, before we get to comical, I think that you should come over here and lick my pussy. Yes, ma'am. That's what I think should happen because I am so incredibly, so incredibly turned on. Uh, You keep that microphone right by your mouth. Lauren, I have to go. Literally, when people are listening to this, I will be on an aeroplane. So I just want everybody to know that. Actually, I don't know because people probably won't be listening to this 
all at the exact same time that I am on an aeroplane. But I am going to pretend that everyone that listens to this is going to listen to it at the exact same time. So while I'm on an aeroplane, I'm going to pretend that everyone is listening. And I'm going to say to everyone, yes, pronounce it aeroplane. <laughs> Would you like more peanuts? Thank you, ma'am. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> Do you want to apply for this credit card? <laughs> I just wanted to say thanks. And Anna Delvey told me to say thank you to everyone who came out and supported the new limited edition bikini addiction because it was the biggest selling, hottest selling, fastest selling bikini. I, I couldn't have done it without you guys. We couldn't have done it without you. So thank you. Everyone has been posting photos on our Facebook group and Telegram. And I love it. It looks so good. Thank you. You broke records, right? I did. Fantastic. We all did. Great job. Everybody knows VIP is the way to go. What do they use? Where do they go? If they want to get those sexy Bikini Addiction bikinis. Go to bikiniaddiction.com and use promo code ROOM77. It supports us and you get 10% off too. Um, when I get back, it will be, uh, it may be due for another podcast. And uh, the truth is, is uh, 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 I, I don't know if I'll have it in me. <laughs> well, you have to come back almost immediately do the virtual workshop. We're going to be doing a workshop. Yeah, I don't think I'm doing that. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, and I don't, I don't even, that. I'm like, keep reminding myself, don't pack the yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, think, uh, I think I'm done. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I would like everyone, this is, this is my new plan. If everybody can go along. If I could get just 100,000 people to join Patreon <laughs> for two months. <laughs> Right? Yeah. And then they can quit. Sure. And then we just shut down room 77 and everybody goes on their way. And everybody's happy. But the, you can still replay. You can Yeah. Listen. Everybody's happy. They don't have to hear me go on and on. No. They get to get on with their lives. We're still available. We'll be on the swing side. If they want to fuck, they come down to Mexico and they're like, hey, we remember you from the podcast. Do you want to fuck? And we're like, sure. Let's we're still it. on for that. I just, I just can't do that shit anymore. And they're like, yeah, we get it, man. Totally hear you. Show me that Richard Arch. <laughs> I'd be like, get on the ottoman. Let's do this. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, we'll maybe hear from us next month or the next. <laughs> be good. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to go leave a positive review. And for more information, go to room77life.com. Thanks for stopping by Room 77. We had a blast. Now get your clothes and get out. Hey, you're good at making me lose my mind, but I always come around, don't I? Sometimes I'm bringing you down But I always make you smile Don't I? Mm-hmm. We're like the waves on a big blue storm You see You say you're the one Who brings out the best of me We're a little messed up, baby Kind of up and down And we keep going Till we hit the ground But then we Oh, we get back up again Yeah, we're a little Make me feel like I can do anything I dream of but you